Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to American History on, on, ooh, on August 26, 2020. Uh, today we're going to be talking about the new immigrants that have come into the United States, why there is this rush of new immigrants, what we have to worry about, what's going on, why people are freaking out over the fact that we have these new immigrants, we want to say. Um, Basically, as we go on, remember, this is designed to help you guys. If we're not listening, it's not helping. But if you also don't need to listen, I totally understand that. I would strongly encourage each and every one of you to listen to these episodes, especially when we get closer to test as a kind of a review. Uh, and just, just kind of my letting you guys know. Immigrants had always come to America for economic opportunity and religious freedom. But until a certain point, they had all come from the same place. They were all pretty much coming from Germany, France, maybe Spain, England, Ireland, Scotland, countries like that. So they're going to start kind of hanging out there. And then all of a sudden, we're going to start seeing a little bit more Eastern European influence coming in. We're going to start seeing people coming from Italy and Greece and Poland. We're going to start seeing people come from all over our country. And the reason why, there's a lot of it. There's a lot of reasons why, but the biggest two factors that caused immigration or caused people to want to come here more were push factors. They weren't pull factors. All right. So the big idea with this push versus pull is that they were pushed out of their home country, uh, whether it be for legal reasons or famine or war. They wanted to get out of persecution. They were pushed to come here. They weren't pulled in by the glory that everybody said was the world. In the 1880s, farmers had a difficult time throughout Mexico, Poland, and China, and they had to, they were forced into selling their crops for cheap and not making any money. So these people sat there and they said, what is the best way in which I can make any type of money or any type of profit? Let's go to America. The other factor is this thing called a poll factor. So you can either be getting pushed out of your hometown or of your home country, or you can be getting pulled into another one. So they look at something within the United States and like, huh, there's jobs there. They're trying to build a railroad that goes all the way across the country that travels 5,000 miles. People, somebody needs to build it. They have all these resources that are out there. Somebody needs to dig those up. So there was an opportunity if you came to an American, uh, if you came to America, there was this opportunity to be great. That immigrant dream is met for some. For others, it's just more of the same. You know, people went over to Europe and they talked about how America had these streets of gold. That wasn't true. It's still not true. We still have our problems and our issues, but we don't want to think it. So we have this optimism of the immigrant experience. First of all, when you came to America, you came usually begging for money to get across and to start fresh. Uh, they had to pretty much land in America and figure out how they were going to survive. In war-torn areas of the world at the time, getting on that ship was just as dangerous as staying home because it meant you were fleeing your country that was at war. As time gets closer, so that was more like the 1850s, but as we get into the 1870s, um, you're gonna, it's going to become a little bit easier to get across because steam engines and it's not as long to get here. 
Uh, but at the same time, the bottom of these boats, there's not these private cabins like you think of in a boat. It's basically, let's throw as many people in there as we can. If you get sick, that sucks, you die. Um, if you make it, congratulations, you're in America. But when you arrived in America, it wasn't always the greatest thing. So in the United States, we set up two big immigration ports. One is at Ellis Island in New York, and one is at Angel Island, which is actually in, uh, it's, I'm sorry, it is in San Francisco. And when you get there, you are inspected, and basically you could get sent back for, you know, a lot of reasons. Uh, this quote is one that is big there. I realized that Ellis Island could inspire both hope and fear. Some of the passengers were afraid. Others were impatient, anxious to get through the inspection and be off to their destination. So when you showed up, it was that idea of, am I going to make it? Am I actually going to make it to the next level? It's like applying for a job now. You think, uh, if you think that ha that there is uh, a problem there when you apply for your job, you really anxiously wait for that. But if you know you're good, then it's fine. So it's fearful and like, hey, I could have this first big time job, but it's also scary. Angel Island was a little bit different. Angel Island isn't gonna have as many Europeans. It's actually almost all gonna be Asian immigrants. And when they came here, uh, this is kind of one of the way, one of the stories that goes in. Lynn, upon arriving in America, I was arrested, put in a building built, wooden building and made a prison. I was here for one autumn. The Americans did not allow me to land. I was ordered to be deported. That's the story in Angel Island. Angel Island is the story of getting set pe people sent away. And when we talk about systematic racism in our country, it's not just a black and brown thing. This is also an Asian thing too. Uh, for a long time, we did not take Asians into this country. We did not take Asians into this country and they were sent back just for them. We set up limits to do it, all right? So after immigrants make it, there became a ton of socialization issues for them. So when they got here, people wanted to become Americanized. They, they took these things so they could learn English, get rid of their old roots, and became something new. Uh, all of these organizations that are out there uh, were designed to help. Basically, if you're Irish, you go to this place, you work with the Irish people so you can become more American. And... We wanted to become this melting pot where all these cultures came together and we could just push it all into one. But even as we talk about this melting pot, throughout the area, you have your Polish neighborhoods, you have your English neighborhoods, you have your Irish neighborhoods, and that's not a melting pot. We're still segregating ourselves throughout. And this is all going on right after we just allowed a group of people freedom. We are contradicting ourselves in every way, shape, and form that we can throughout this process. And that's kind of where we start looking at these first, uh, these first problems within, within America when it comes to race relations. Because it's not, like I said before, it's not just a black and brown thing. It's if you were different, you were looked upon, looked upon wrong. New immigrants face terrible hostility. The people who've been here for a while, they're like, nope, we don't want you. Uh, religious and cultural differences 
spark basic fights between people. The Catholics aren't welcome. The Jewish people aren't welcome. Nobody's really welcome except for if you are, you know, one of the good old boys that's been here for a very long time. And then we started passing laws that actually made it uh, made it more difficult for certain immigrants to get in. We're going to pass something called the Chinese Exclusion Act. And basically says, listen, we're not allowed, we're going to limit the amount of Chinese laborers that we're going to welcome in each year. But how did immigrants affect society? So immigrants gave huge, 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 huge different changes to our society. They bring in new food, they bring in new language, uh, they bring in spaghetti. They bring in sausages and hot dogs. Things that we've Americanized like pizza. We brought in new medicine from China. You know, Andrew Carnegie, who I've mentioned before, made a ton of money. He was not born here. And, because, and even though he wasn't born here, he still donated $288 million to a ton of different areas. James Naismith. He invented basketball. He's not from here. He's from Canada. Alexander Graham Bell invented the telephone and America gets the credit for the telephone. He's also from Scotland. So we have all of these people who are born all throughout the world that we claim, but we didn't accept until they did something big. Immigrants are also going to be a huge factor in leading different social movements because they saw the world differently than others did. And when they saw that, they kind of fought back against it. Immigrants founded our nation in every way, shape, or form. Every new set of immigrants or new batch of big groups of immigrants that come in, they are treated the same, and that is poorly. We still have this problem with immigration today. We don't want, we don't want at all new people in our country. We may say we're this land of opportunity, but that's not been the practice because when new people come in with that opportunity, we treat them with scorn and disgust. America is better than how we act, but we still need to figure that out because we don't treat it better. Donald Trump won an election largely on a notion that he was going to build a wall to prevent people from coming in. This new immigrant problem is not 1870s problem. It is a problem that we live in here today. Have a great rest of your day, everybody.